This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Here we go. Yay. Hi, I'm Julie. I'm sleepy. I'm Kathleen. Are we playing which dwarves we are today? I was yawning. (laughs) I literally did not hear you say we're starting. Okay. And we are How I Met Your Friends Pod. Uh, Tonight we are covering episode nine uh, with friends. That is called The One with Phoebe's Dad and How I Met Your Mother. That is Slap Bet. As you know, we've switched things around and we are going to do updates updates and podcast updates at the end of the show. Um, get yourself comfortable. I'm sorry. Then, girl. I'm adjusting my pillows. All right. Got it. Like, like we haven't been doing this for, for like months. six months. <laughs> um, these are two things that I cannot wait until the very end. So I'm going to say them now. Um, we have over 400 followers on Twitter, and we now have over 3,000 downloads of our episodes since we started in last October. Mm-hmm. So, what is that? In nine months? 3,000 downloads? I'm okay with it. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. So, I wanted to get that one out there because I think it's fun um, for everyone listening to know that you are we not see alone. You. <laughs> we know you're out there. We love you. In not a creepy way. Yeah, don't be a creeper. Um, I could be a creeper and do the whole thing where I can, like, show which cities are listening to us, but I'm not going to. Please don't. Okay. It's just for me. It is... Oh, that sounded really... <laughs> I did that just for you. Really creepy. Um, okay, so we are on an odd-numbered week, which means we start with friends. So the show opens with uh, Phoebe exclaiming that ugly naked guy is decorating his Christmas tree. And he has... You should see the size of his Christmas balls. <laughs> you should see the size of his Christmas balls. Which... We later find out that ugly naked guy, uh, they the way that they describe him is to be a larger person, right? Because uh, in the one that in the one that could have been, or it's like a weird flashback, but it didn't actually happen. And he's like attractive naked guy. Oh, that's true. There's this cute guy across, but he's not. Yeah, he's not wearing any clothes. Um, yeah, I don't even remember when that episode... I don't know if it was a flashback or if it was, like, an alternate... I feel like it was a flashback. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's a flashback. Oh, man. Um, so, this is how we find out that it's Christmas. So, we have not had a Thanksgiving episode this season. We did in season one. Both shows had Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving episodes, episodes in the same uh, sequence. Um, but, yeah, we have not... So we have not had... Well, but we didn't have Christmas for Friends in Season 1. That's true. We went straight from Thanksgiving to New Year's. Mm-hmm. And then straight to, like, Valentine's Day. Yeah. And it, I think it really just depends on, you know, like, filming schedules and things like that. Because not every show does Christmas every year. I've noticed. Hmm. I feel like more often than not they do, but I'm... So, oh, yeah, more often than not, but... But, yeah, so this is one of the things with both of these shows that um, tends to throw off an actual linear 
timeline is you can't tell what's happening in the universe of this show. Like, right. you get some seasons where holidays are very uh, defined and others where they're kind of Yeah, like, like Halloween, flimsy. the yeah. one with the hanging chad. Oh, jeez. Except that's not the title, and I just called it The One With. The One With. I feel like How I Met Your Mother does a Halloween one almost every season, though, because Marshall and Lily always dress up. Yeah. And dress up very And Barney elaborately. looks the slutty costumes. Yes. Um, but you're right. There's only a couple of Friends Halloween episodes. Yeah. I can't so, even think of one. Um the Chandler and Joey come in and they're talking to Monica and Rachel about what to tip the super. And it uh, turns out that the girls didn't tip with cash. They made homemade cookies. Which shows how much you care. Yes. And also we're broke. So there's two things with that. Uh, cookie ingredients are not cheap. They're not cheap. And granted you, I mean, flour and sugar and the quantities that you get of it. They should be staples in your home. Right. And you can get a lot for a little, so it does go a longer way. But I'm thinking to our friend Jamie, who, who does, does cookie extravaganza. She blocks off an entire week in December to bake cookies. And I'm not just talking a couple dozen. I'm talking Thousands. five or six dozen of 15 to 20 varieties. Girl is crazy, but I will tell you, they are delicious, and you can feel the love in every single goddamn bite. I think I've only gotten one plate in all this time. I wish I didn't it were Christmas here. right now. We could just call her and ask her, be like, we'll make that, we'll buy it if you'll make it. She won't. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, she would, but it's summer now, That's so she's true. got the kids. You don't really want to have the oven going in the summer. Um, and she also doesn't have the time. That dictated our dinner a little bit tonight, whether it or not the oven did. was going to be running. So, uh. The boys kind of make fun of them for the cookies and say, you know, $50 it is. No, he says 25 it is. Or 25 it is. And Phoebe says something about a plate of brownies once told her a limerick. Yes. And they're like, Phoebe, were these funny brownies? And she goes, not particularly, but you know what? I think they'd pot in them. And I'm watching, binging that 70s show right now. Are you really? Oh, yeah. I love that 70s show. There's a 70s show podcast. And I'll tell you about it later. Okay, please do. Yeah. Because that, yeah, that is a show. It can be an off-air conversation. I adore. Um, But they always talk about, you know, something's funny or the funny brownies that somebody made. The special brownies. So we did notice that there are new flowers on the... And they are very Christmassy. Yes, they're like red and white with Mm -hmm. some, like, green, green, greenery. Uh Um, But it turns out that they tipped the... uh, the super, the mailman, uh, the newspaper delivery person, and somebody else with, um, oh, I think that was it. The mailman, the super, and the newspaper delivery person all tipped with cookies. Okay, question. Yes. How do they know who the newspaper person is and the mailman? Because in apartments, you have a bank of mailboxes. And yeah, maybe you've run into your mailman once or twice, but like... You don't have a conversation with them, and they don't do individual drop-offs. So how do they know that the cookies came from the stingy girls in apartment 20? Do you know what I mean? So what I'm going to guess is they, like, left them there, or somehow Oh, like somebody maybe in like, their mailbox? Like, here, yes. mailman. Or something. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I can some, see that. Somehow this is something 
if you live in a big city, if you, you know, grew up where you did know your mailman or whomever, and so you do these things. I never tipped a single person at any of the apartment complexes I lived mm-hmm. in. Sorry. I said Merry Christmas to my managers, you know, when the time was right, but, like... They were already I getting enough of your money. Did, yeah, no joke. I didn't do that. Sorry. So, they get their newspaper, and in it are, like, cookies smashed down, and he's already filled out the crossword. The crossword puzzle. And it's, like... I mean, basically, it's a it's a rude way to say to... fuck you for the cookies. Yeah, but who says fuck you to cookies, man? I'm just saying, cookies are. If I don't... we had more cookies and less war, I'm just. I mean, <laughs> I, well, I agree. So, um, I want cookies right now, and we all. I almost went back to get cookie dough. Mm, yeah, but then again, the oven. Oven, yeah. So, well, not necessarily. You're just gonna eat it raw. Uh, uh, I mean. We've all done it. So then um, later they're all at the coffee shop. It's um, Ross comes up to the counter to talk to Rachel and says, like, basically, I'm going to make amends with you with a slinky. And he, like, plays with it in his hands and sings and the sings song. And sings the slinky song. And she gives the best resting bitch face. She's not having any of it there's like zero emotion she's made out of marble and i am here for it because you do not apologize with a slinky but maybe you do not for that that's fine somebody you know like said something minor or laughed at you when you were having a really bad day cool apologize to the slinky i would take one of those rainbow slinkies the plastic ones right now like you wouldn't that's fine but not for what he did no and so uh he so gunther so something is said and and he's goes are you still mad about that thing and she goes you mean where you made the list of the things of reasons not to be with me and he goes let's just call it the unfortunate incident and i'm like let's just call it the list i mean let's just call it what it is that's what it was and you that's did what it. the episode previously was titled so then gunther comes up where kathleen and pointed out that gunther was in the last episode he was in the last episode but didn't, didn't speak. say anything and now he's in this second episode or you know this follow-up episode and we get his name Yes, Ross actually says, hey, Gunther, do you like slinkies? And he hands it over. Now, here's what's funny. Um, one of the things we might, if we can keep all of these things straight in our heads, apparently the thing under the glass um, display on the counter changes. Well, and that kind of makes sense. Do you know why? Why? Because I think they're taking backstage food and using it as a prop. So apparently, one time, it's a potato. Oh, Legit, shut up. It's a raw potato. <laughs> I was watching a thing on one of the Friends Facebook groups that was like, 17 things you didn't know about Friends, and I was like, oh, bullshit. I know These are going to be the ones where, like, somebody says the white dog that Joey keeps and they ride in on. Actually, Yeah, it was Jennifer Jennifer Aniston's for when she got signed to the show. Somebody bought it for her, and so they used it as a joke, and then it stuck and whatever. Fine. No. They actually pulled, like pulled out things and circled them on the screen and there's one time that Ross goes up to the counter to get a coffee from Gunther and there's a raw potato in the little display thing so what I noticed on this time watching it is I think it's a I think it's a cake like a full frosted cake oh it's not muffins it's not scones Uh which is what you would expect right some bagels some whatever it's a cake Mm. so please listeners 
be on the lookout for these things as you're watching, Just especially like if you're our watching flowers. right. And if you're watching the extended DVD version, so that, like I have those at home. Um, and one of these days we're going to do a comparison where we're going to oh, yeah. watch the the Netflix version, which is the um, excuse me, the original the network, network version, version, and then we'll do a DVD and kind of talk about it. Um, but I would love it if our fans were paying attention to that and would t- like message us, Twitter, whatever's. Um, so if that we you're can noticing see the funny ones too. in yeah under the case at Central Park, so then um, Ross goes over and sits down and everyone's like you know what's in your shopping bag and he's like oh nothing and you know show us and so he goes through he got a picture frame uh, for Ben to give to hit to the to grandparents her, yeah um, he got hers and hers towels for Susan for yeah. Carol and Susan which is kind of ridiculous it's a nice gesture but it's kind of a terrible joke it is a terrible joke and also you're not that it's not their wedding gift yeah so you don't need to be getting them towel i don't know i don't know i mean i guess it's nice that he's getting carol and susan both a christmas present it's obviously like you know whatever and then he pulls out this blouse that he's getting for his mom and it is just one of the most hideous hideous things like it's a cream colored blouse with fake medals like she's in the military and so monica just slams him um and then phoebe walks in and says a thing there are multiple saying like sayings in the show that i still say but she walks in and she goes happy christmas eve eve this is something that my little sister and I, to this day, say. Yes. So on December 23rd, listening. it is Christmas Eve Eve. Everyone, be on the lookout. I did it last year. I will do it I again. do it every year. But we will post the gif of Phoebe walking in and saying this exact thing because it makes me so happy. Um, you should just be celebrating Christmas all the time. That's true. Like right now. Eh. I'm going to oh, put a Christmas CD in. Christmas in July? Yeah. We should do that. Um, so Phoebe sees the picture frame that Ross has and is like, oh, hey, that's that's my dad. That's my dad. And everyone's like, uh, you know, like, what are you talking about? Don't be weird. And Monica's like, no, that's the guy in the frame. And she goes, no, let me show you a picture of my dad. And Rachel walks up and goes, Phoebe, I thought your dad was in prison. And she goes, no, that's my stepdad. My real dad left us, blah, blah, blah. And Rachel just goes, how have you you never been on on Oprah? Oprah? And it warms my little heart to think that this was back in the day when Oprah was still doing some of the um, um, maybe less quality mm-hmm. TV uh, shows or talk shows. Where it's like... Like scandalous. inspiring. Yeah. A little bit more scandalous, a little less but, inspiring. But not quite Maury Povich. Yeah. You are the father of this child. God. Yeah, exactly. So gross. Or Jerry Springer and people oh. beating each other with chairs. Gross. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I watched binge good, watched that. Yeah, I, all I watched the time. a good Springer episode now and then. Um, that was a weird kid. So she has these pictures, and everyone's like, you know, that's just him with a collie in front of a blue screen, and that's him with like, you know, somebody else. And she's like, I need to talk to my grandmother. And so she leaves, and everyone just kind of looks around and is like, whoa, like, you know, that's super heavy. Phoebe's having this issue because, like, you know, her dad, like, it's a big deal. And Joey goes, so I'm trying to get my boss's ex-wife to sleep with me. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Well, when baby has a problem, here's my question. And I get that this might not be the thing that other people focus on. Where is he working right now? 
He doesn't have a job. Who's boss and who's ex? <sighs> what boss is he talking about? Well, I don't know, but I like to think that maybe he's. Nope, I got nothing. Even he's if he's not temping, doing anything. you're not going to know your boss's wife. Especially like, not your boss's ex-wife. Right? Like, I don't. My boss's ex-wife just sleep with me. I I need Is he more. like one of those little, bro- like, off, off, off Broadway plays right now? No. No, because we've already seen him play Freud. Freud. Like, with the exclamation point. No, this is something, I guess, again, I never noticed. It's a loophole. Until I was like, wait. What boss? Um, so then Phoebe gets back to her uh, grandma's. Now, they do live together, right? Like, Phoebe lives with her grandma because she... Yes. She moved out, okay, of Monica's... Yes. So she's like, hey, I need to see more pictures of my dad. And so her grandma gets out this big box oh, and starts... framed photos. Yeah, pulling out frames. And she is like, here's your father in a meadow flying a kite with a little kid. At a graduation. A graduation. Another, Another graduation. So, graduation times three. But she couldn't name the other people in the photo. No. I mean, she didn't say anything like that. And then um, Phoebe kind of asks her a few questions. And then, like, she's like, do I smell smoke or someone someone's pants on fire? <laughs> and I think this is one I used to say to a friend of mine. Um, and so, finally, her grandma, which, by the way, very good casting. They look yes. very similar. And the woman playing her grandma, I believe, is actually a fairly well-known um, actress from back in the day. And we're going to try not to do this too many times this episode, but I'm going to pull up IMDb while I'm still talking. Sorry, guys. It happens. Because um, neither one of us thought to do it earlier. No, I like I looked at the actress and I was like, oh, this is something where I feel like she looks familiar and yet um so Phoebe's grandma's name is Frances and she's played by oh. Audra Lindley, who is a very famous actress who actually died only two years after filming this show. She died mm-hmm. in ninety seven. She was born in nineteen eighteen. Um but she used to be on... This is why I recognize her. Hold yep. on. I it's think right she's there. part of... Well, Three's Company and then the spinoff, The Ropers. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she's Mrs. Roper. I knew she looked familiar. Um, So she played opposite Norman Fell in Three's Company. Which we just had a Three's Company reference two episodes ago. Did we? Well, because I posted Come and Knock on Our Door and then there was a... Like a friend's reference to. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's one of these uh, actresses who I think was in, you know, everything. just about everything. Um, oh. She it, This is the only time she appears as Phoebe's grandma. Other times when her grandma is mentioned, we don't ever see her again. Right, because after this, her grandma dies and it becomes the cat, right? Or no, no her that's mom her mom. Is the cat. Well, Excuse and it's me. a couple seasons from now, I believe, that her grandma passes because that's when her dad actually does show up. Right. Um, now, here's what's funny. Phoebe's grandma, it's her maternal grandma, so we find out later that Phoebe's mom's name was Lily, and so this is Phoebe's Lily's mom. Phoebe's mom's name is Lily. Fa- mom's name. I know. Phoebe's mom's name, name is, is Lily. Lily. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, how does this I totally missed that. I'm going to beat your phone. I'm, 
I know, you're up to Sorry. Um, in the show, her name is Frances. Phoebe's dad's name is Frank. Frank. That's the it is. male version of Frances. Well, it, if you shorten, well, yeah. It can be. That's what I'm saying, well, though. So, like, so Frances and... So I knew a girl who named her daughter Frances Rose so that she could call her daughter Frankie. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get to the part where I can turn it off. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, but, yeah, so she was in... Uh, I thought they did a spinoff called The Ropers. Maybe I'm mistaking for something. No, they did. Oh, The oh, Ropers right came first? No, they were around... Oh, sorry. They were happening at the same time. So, 28 episodes of The Ropers and 57 episodes of Three's Company. And they overlap. 76 to 82 and, like, 80, 81. So, that's why I was getting confused. I got to watch these with my grandma. Um, Phoebe's mom's name is Lily. You're welcome. God damn it. Wow. Okay. Back to the actual show, people. That was good. So... Uh, her grandma finally admits that's not your father. It was your mom's idea to tell you these things because she was so upset when he left. And so Phoebe says, you mean he's not a famous tree surgeon and he doesn't live in a hut in Burma? And, uh, her grandma finally says, no, he's a pharmacist in upstate New York. Like, and I, in the village and, or no, upstate. No, she upstate. She, and then Phoebe says, what do the village people need? Worship a pharmacist. Pharmacist. And... Her grandma's just like, oh, honey. She actually kind of does, oh, honey, her. Like, oh, honey. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so happy right now. Um, So she has one real picture of him hidden behind one of the fake ones and gives it to Phoebe. Um, If you kind of look closely, because your TV is so huge, you can see more details. Like, your TV is Barney size. Um, It almost looks like a a dude with, like, a big, long beard, like, very 70s, like... Um, yeah, very 70s. And that's not who we meet later, so I thought that was kind of funny. Well, you know, but styles change. Yeah, but he looked, like, in the picture, like, a tall dude. Oh, yeah, right, right, like right. The, like, like, whatever picture the they things used. that you can't change. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then we're back at the apartment, and they're decorating the tree, and Chandler's telling this story basically about his dad cross-dressing and being drunk. And Rachel's like, well, that's not a happy Christmas story. And Chandler's like, no one said anything no one about said Christmas. Christmas. And you can even just see Rachel's face where she's like, oh, so this is why you are the way you are, Chandler. Okay. I'm getting it. Yeah. So Monica and Ross come in. They've been buying stuff for the party. Now, here's another thing. These girls are so broke, but they're throwing a Christmas Eve Eve party for people. Like, uh, I'm you just... Can, you can throw a party that's BYO, BY. Be, bring your own everything. B-Y-O-E. Okay, but it doesn't look like that. Um, but they ask where Phoebe is, and um, no one's heard from her yet. So then we find out that Chandler and Joey haven't gone Christmas shopping yet. And Monica's like, tomorrow's Christmas Eve, and you can't do it, and you'll run out of time. And Chandler's like, don't you have to be claymation to say stuff like that? <laughs> Which and made me so happy. You can just see the little claymation I can, um, I can make Monica Rudolph. claymation into that, <laughs> into that movie. You or know? literally any of them. Right? Oh my gosh, that would be so funny. Um, so then they get uh, a package delivered. The mailman has crushed... It with his feet, you can literally see footprints on it, and it was like ornaments from her mom, and they're just destroyed. 
And someone's like, well, apparently the mailman didn't like your cookies. And he goes, or she goes, maybe he liked them so much, but there weren't enough. And Joey says one of the things that I'm telling you, my friend Amanda in middle school and high school and I used to say to each other all the time. He looks at her and he goes, Monica, pigeons learn faster than you. Yeah. And I think my mom still says it to me sometimes. <laughs> She's so mean to me sometimes. Um. So, oh, so Ross tries again with Rachel. Um, Ross is really striking out. Obsessive this in this is episode. Not, it's none not of this good. is good. It's not good. He says, You can make a list about me. Which she already she, said in the last, last episode, episode. I would she never said, do that. I would that. not do that. I'm way better than you. Exactly. And, but he pesters her enough that he's just like, Come on, do it, do it. You know, basically. And so she finally goes, Fine. And so she says, you're whiny, obsessive, insecure, gutless. Oh, and you have too much gel in your hair. And I will agree wholeheartedly. Well, his, his hair does always look wet, but I will say as a person who has to rely on product for my hair to look. But your hair doesn't look wet. Right, but sometimes it does. So no. I had re-scrunched it today and got it. But when it's a little too much because it's so, like, it will make it darker. I, I showed up to help my mom with the trailer after she went camping and she goes, did you color your hair again this morning? And I was like, nope, still just kind of damp because it was still, like, crunchy. Right, but your hair doesn't look overly gelled. Thank you. Um, You're putting the appropriate amount of product in. Right. Congratulations. Uh, so this is going to come up later in the episode because he talks about that. Um, but you can kind of see his face fall and he pretends that it doesn't hurt. He's just like, thank you for that. Do, you know, do you feel better now? And, he, and she's like, you know, I do. And she walks away and he kind of, like, checks his hair. Like, like, did He's I... He's making sure that... Did, is there too right. much? Um, so we're back at Phoebe's place. Uh, she's calling information, basically, for any town in upstate New York for the listing for a Frank Buffet. And striking out. Mm-hmm. And, and she says, hey, you call yourself information? Right. So her grandma comes in, and Phoebe's still mad, and she's like, hi, grandma, if that really is your name. <laughs> Which is kind of cute. And so her grandma says, well, you know, I'm just still mad that your dad left after your mom got knocked up, blah, blah, blah. This is going to come back and not be a correct timeline. Like, we're going to... There's some timeline issues with Phoebe and her mom's death and her dad leaving and stuff with her childhood with Ursula. So mm-hmm. I just want to put that out there with people. This is going to come up and we're going to have to say like, hey, that doesn't make sense with what was said previously. And we know that. We still love the episode. But this is one of the ones that now I'm noticing again. I'm like, well, Phoebe's timeline does not work sometimes. Right. But so. it's also it also could be like, uh, well, parts of it could be misinterpreted childhood memory. But not that. Not that's that. That's true. Because that's not, she wasn't even here for that. Well, we also talk about, like, you know, the the thing that it's called is an unreliable narrator. And, like, we know in How I Met Your Mother that Ted is an unreliable um, narrator, right? Because he's telling us his story. So I almost feel like sometimes well, maybe what Phoebe too, has been told that she's retelling that... Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. each of our characters is an unreliable narrator for what happened to them as children. Well, and the other thing, too, is her dad had to have left after Frank Jr. was conceived. At the very least, and no, no, he's a different mom. Oh, no, no, mom. no, you're right. Yeah, he's a I different mom. just have that thought. Okay. They're only, yeah, they're half-siblings. Um, okay. 
So she says, well, I have his address. It's 74 Laurel Drive, Middletown. If you've gotten to the Dairy Queen or something, you've gone, you've too, gone far, too far. Which is so funny. Take my cap. So she goes to leave and she kisses like a smooch to a picture frame and says, goodbye, Grandpa. And it's Albert Einstein. This was recently a trivia question on one of the friends groups. Was it? Or something. Uh, maybe on Instagram. And... Uh, I mean, everybody got it right. That's funny. Um, and you can kind of see her grandma shake her head. like, she, But it's like, well, you're the one that must have told her that, right? Like, she's not just going to think that a picture of Albert Einstein is her grandpa unless someone told her. Right. So, and they clearly already did that with fake picture dad. Right. Um, so we have Chandler and Joey waiting uh, on the curb for her to show up with the cab. They're going to go shopping at the outlet malls after Phoebe's done talking to her dad. So they get in. Um, she already runs over the curb. Well, Joey says, is Phoebe here yet? Yeah. And Chandler's like, yes, here she is in the invisible cab. He just can't help himself. He like, cannot. You really cannot be well, and Joey's cool kind of about anything. With this question. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, if you don't see a bright yellow cab in front of where, where your friend standing. is, like, waiting, then it's not there yet. Um, so they get in, and Chandler gets in the front with Phoebe, and she hands him this little piece of paper, and he's like, um, break left, gas right. And she goes, yeah, that's my cheat sheet. So um, I question if Phoebe actually has her license. I don't think she does, because she also does not know how to ride a bike. That's true. That's going to come up. Um, um, and it seems like maybe she's just not necessarily done the government document thing that you're supposed to do because of her, um, you know, upbringing, childhood, the, she was homeless, etc. So um, Chandler, like, you can see him freak out and start to try and grab for the seatbelt. And she's like, oh, no, there's no seatbelt up here. The paramedic had to cut through that one. And so Chandler really quickly gets out. Like, walks to the back door, opens it, and, like, tells Joey to scoot over. Yeah. Um, He's a little afraid of Phoebe's driving because she needs a directional uh, map for her pedals. Yeah. It's not great. Um, And I can't imagine that those old cabs have very good power steering. So, Mm -hmm. it's got to be, like, you got to know what you're doing. So, then we're back at the... um, girl's apartment and Ross is asking Monica if he's obsessive and basically he's been asking her that all day and she's like no for the sixth time 16th Um, okay and yeah I mean it's a lot Ross is not doing well and so Rachel comes out of her room and is like you know it's kind of warm in here and someone turn the heat down and so Ross goes over to the radiator to try and help and instead breaks the knob completely off now I've never lived in an apartment with radiators. I feel like I've I've had a couple friends that did, but a lot of them by now are just like for show. They're not even hooked up anymore. Um, but so when he pulls the cap off, it just starts letting steam out. And so that's how they worked is they like heated the like steamy air as opposed to um, like heated air. I don't know. I don't understand radiators. I think they're weird. So... Monica's like, well, here, let me see if I can fix it. And Ross is like, I forgot about your ability to fuse metal. Um, that could be a very useful... Oh, it's true. I mean, that could be another one of those if you had a superpower. Like, what would it be? But it just shows that, like, 
A, Monica thinks that she can fix things that other people can't or haven't. And Ross thinks that he, you know, knows everything too. Like, these two are quite the pair as siblings. I can't imagine. I cannot. I would not be. I yeah. would not survive being either one of their so, like Significant other. or yeah. Oh, yeah, no. And so um, Rachel calls the super on the red phone. I did. I said it's the red phone. It's the red phone. So apparently it's a thing. For a little while. For a little while at least. There's like a little half desk set up at this window seat. And there's a second slash third phone. There's the phone in the kitchen. The phone. Wait. There's no phone in the kitchen. Sometimes the cordless is up on the shelf by the front door. And sometimes it's down by the couch. It moves. Okay, but that's one phone. Right, but if you're like, I don't know when it moves, so we should watch for that. But okay. it makes you think, oh, they have the one by the couch because Phoebe's on it that one time. Yeah. Then sometime, another time somebody, oh, maybe actually it was just the cordless itself sitting up there. Maybe it wasn't the base. Maybe that's what I'm getting confused about. You it's the be. one with all the poker. When when Rachel answers the phone, it was up on the um it might have been the whole base. Yeah. I don't know. So that means they have no phones in their bedrooms then. Because that would make... Well, you don't need a phone in your bedroom in the 90s. Unless <gasps> you're planning on having phone sex. I mean... And why would you do that off the landline? <laughs> True story. Um, so she says, you know, the radiator broke. We need your help. It's really hot in here. And he goes, is it hot enough to bake cookies? And she says, yeah. And so Ross thinks that... He's not going to fix the radiator because he's... Angry. Yeah. He wants a tip and not cookies. And Monica's not going to back down. They're just going to have, you know, a hot Christmas party. So then we have uh, Chandler, Joey, and Phoebe getting to Phoebe's dad's. And she break checks so fast that the boys <laughs> slam into the partition. Um, but Phoebe won't get out of the cab. And she, like hesitates and talks and you know just can't do it and so then we flash back or jump back to the tropical christmas um gunther is there he is there which with no pants on he's like weird coffee shop co-worker dude that got invited um i wonder if it is yeah i mean i don't know that there's a sense yet that like it's not that no one it's not that anyone dislikes Gunther right no 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 they they never dislike him throughout the show they just aren't you know super so I'm wondering if it's another one where he overheard them like planning it and right. they were like crap now we have to invite him well you know, and Trigger or... showed up which we're gonna get right. to in a second but right so um Ross is asking this uh woman who we you know doesn't really know about his hair. He says he uses the recommended amount. And Mr. Trigger shows up. And they're like, you know, welcome to our sauna. And he's like, oh, you know, I can't tell. I don't get hot. And, like, Which all I weird. can think of is, like... That disease where you can't feel hot or cold? No, more like... Um, some people just don't sweat. But then again, the, like... um in that case, I think they would actually be more overheated because you can't regulate. Like, you're supposed to regulate your body temperature by sweating, right? Like, that's how mm -hmm. you, that's how, how dogs do it. That's how humans do it. And so people who can't sweat as much 
um, I think actually tend to get overheated as opposed to not feeling the heat. But he says, it, probably because I have so much skin, which is a cute way of saying, like, I know I'm fat. I am fluffy. Yeah. And um, so Ross is like, you should tip him. And uh, Monica's like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm not backing down. And so he says to Rachel, well, you say that I, you know, I never seize the day. Um, and this was her saying, you know, you, you liked me for a year and you didn't ask me out. And so he's like, here, I'm going to seize it. And so Ross walks over and gives him 50 bucks. And he's like, can this fix the radiator? And Mr. Traeger's like, no, I can't get the part until Tuesday. Ross gives him another 50 bucks. No, 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 no. Yeah, he tips him twice. Right. No, I know. But he doesn't immediately come out and say, he's like, here's your Christmas bonus. Oh, say, how about that radiator? Right. And the girls are like, see, that didn't work. Or, you know, now he's playing hardball. And so baseball, baseball, (laughs) hardball. And so he comes over and he's like, you know, happy Hanukkah. Here's another 50. Will this get the radiator fixed? And that's when Trigger goes, no. no. The store isn't open until mm-hmm. Tuesday. It has nothing to do with the um, the it, Christmas tip. He liked the cookies. He thought they were, like, super personal. And, you know, he liked them. And then he walks over and Rachel's standing under the mistletoe. But she tells him that it's basil. And he goes, well, if it was mistletoe, I was going to kiss you. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah no, still, basil. still basil, and walks away. And it kind of... That's kind of bitchy. Rude. You could at least, like, got knock your tiptoes and kiss them on the cheek. On the other hand... You don't have you to. You don't have to. So mistletoe should be outlawed, or at least it's a funny... Because it's actually, like, it's not mold. It's, um, it's a, um... It's a virus? No. It's, it's a... Yeah, I mean... It, it attaches is. to a host. Mm-hmm. and that, Thank you. Uh-huh. It's Guys, not outlawed. Words. No, no. It's not gonna be. No, no, I'm I know. i hang that shit every year in this house. Right, and if I come to a thing and someone goes, Hey, Julie, we're standing there in mistletoe. I'm literally gonna walk cool. away. Cool, here's a high five. High five. <laughs> that, that should be the new rule. Get a high five under mistletoe. You get whatever I give you under yeah. mistletoe. Um, so we're back uh, in the cab with Phoebe and the boys. She only made it up to the mailbox. And she kind of freaks out. Not in the like yelling way, but more of a... Like you can see some anxiety. And um, she says, you know, I, I lost a fake dad. I can't lose a real dad. I don't think it's the right time to to meet him and the mm-hmm. boys are super understanding and really They're sweet. Really sweet. Um, they missed their chance to go shopping and they have the old style glass partition where it's just got the little cutout that you can open and close and Phoebe puts her hand through it and they both they hold it her. and Joey's like, you know, it'll be fine. You'll meet him another time. It'll be great. And they're getting ready to go, and Joey goes, well, I have to use the bathroom, and since you're not going in, would it be okay if I go? And, you know, Chandler gives him a look, and he's like, ooh, look, for snow. It's like a blank canvas. And, you know, God bless, I do wish that I could pee in the snow. I wish I could pee, like, writing. That'd be funny. That's what they do. I know. Boys pee writing. Um, so they get back to the apartment, uh, the party's over and the apartment is still super hot and, you know, they like make a joke and Monica and everyone else not laughing. And so Joey's like, I'm going to go turn the heat down. Monica's like, we could have used you a couple hours ago. We could have used that think- that yeah. thinking. So Phoebe explains that she couldn't go in, um, 
Chandler walks over and says, hey, guys, it's after midnight. It's actually Christmas. And, like, opens his arms like he's going to get a hug. And everyone hugs everyone else. And no one still hugs him, which is exactly what happened at, like, New Year's. Somebody kiss me. Somebody kiss me. Um, so Joey walks over and he says, hey, you're, you're, um, I pushed you're so pause. funny. I know. Um, we're going to explain what that little thing was in a if minute. If you can or, even hear it. Right. Uh, look, I did it. He says, nice. He goes, well, the knob was broken, so I just turned it off from underneath and everyone just looks at him. Just. Why didn't anybody think of that sooner? I mean, Monica's lived in that apartment for a while. Oh, yeah. Like, you would hope that there's... If your toilet leaks, you, you turn it turn off it with off the valve. Wall. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then uh, we see everyone exchanging gifts. They're around the coffee table. You know, everything's open. And we get to Chandler and Joey. And it turns out they got everyone's gifts at the gas station. And Super what was funny sweet. is I just watched the episode of that 70s show where they forget Kitty's birthday and they get her all the stuff from mm. the gas station, a funnel and a map of Wisconsin. And so, like, there are some things at a gas station that you could, like, totally rock as a gift. But there's a lot that should not be given to anyone. I mean, it's not a should gift. not. No. So... But Phoebe loves the toilet seat covers. She thinks it's hilarious. Like, is that what you guys were doing when I was getting gas? Oh, you guys. You're so he, funny. He gives Ross... They give Ross... And this is from both of them. Before so we... Before we get started, please review... I... Your phone is going crazy. I'm... She got a new phone today. I had to get a new phone. I know. It's and cute. now I did. And now it's, it's being, being a, a pain. pain in the ass. Um... Oh, excuse me. Oh, it's so garlicky. I just burped too. <laughs> We're going to tell you guys why about that in a minute. Sorry. Um, no, we just like so garlic. We know that Joey doesn't really have money, right? Like, he's kind of an unemployed actor. We don't know where he's working. Apparently, he's trying to sleep with his boss. He's got a job right now, but we don't understand We do that. know that Chandler makes enough money because he sometimes bankrolls Joey. And by sometimes, Julie means all the time. literally every month. But the gifts come from both of them, and all they give Ross is two cans of soda. If you go to Fred Meyer right now, aren't the canned sodas, like, that are their brand, like, what, 50 cents still? Yeah. So they spent, like, a dollar? Well, they also bought, they didn't buy Phoebe anything. Oh, no, they stole them. They, they stole took... the spoiler, toilet seat covers. And they, but they gave Rachel windshield wipers, which are, I'm going to say, I, how did they get a two-pack, number one? Because every car that I've driven for the last 10 years has had two different sizes for mm. the driver and the passenger and so and then you have to smell buy spray. them separate yeah. and then they give anyway. monica condoms and she, you know they're ribbed for her pleasure and she doesn't look amused and as the credits cut out or start to fade out we see monica and ross trade one soda for the pack of condoms and all i could do was look at kathleen and go who is ross sleeping with literally nobody I mean, neither is Monica, but like Ross literally just we broke up with Julie and hasn't been able Julie and to get with Ross with Rachel. The deal with Rachel, no, because he wrote a list. He wrote a list. So um, okay, yes. On the thing of lists, I've done this several times in the past for myself and for other girlfriends, but not on a computer, not anywhere that it could be documented futuristically, oh, yeah. and. You burn that shit immediately. Mine have all been verbal. I'm going to tell you what is wrong with that guy, and then you're going to go, yeah, break up with him. Do you know what I'm saying? There's that, too. Like, they've all been verbal, and that's fine. We all do that. You know? You do. Or your friends come to you and are like, hey, I made the list of why you need to break up with this dude. 
Um, so we are going to take a quick break. We're going to have uh, a word from one of our uh, podcast network family members. Uh, you can't keep saying sister. No, because some of our pods are <laughs> from dudes. So they're not, yeah, they're not our sister pods. This is one of our, I think, brother pods. Um, and then we will be back with Him Yim's Slap Bet. So stick around. For all the latest NASCAR content, including driver interviews, race recaps, fantasy NASCAR, listener call-ins, and giveaways, tune in weekly to the Lap Traffic Podcast on iTunes or your favorite hosting site on the web, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, and on Twitter, at LapTrafficPC. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Tune in each and every week to the Lap Traffic Podcast. All right, we are back, and we are going to talk about How I Met Your Mother, um, episode 9, titled Slap Bet. So, as we paused for break, Kathleen wanted to say something, which This was... is by far one of my absolute favorite episodes ever, hands down, for so many reasons. Hands hitting faces. Right. Robin. There's good um, outfits. There's good hair. There's good references to the 80s and 90s. Oh, man. So good. Okay. So, older Ted is explaining that... You find out, you know, these really great things when you're dating someone. So it turns out that... Robin can make crepes. Yeah, Robin would, makes crepes. I would date Robin. She puts, like, fruit on it. She's putting whipped cream on it. And Ted's just super impressed. Flash to them sitting in... Nice. Sorry. You're fine. Sitting in bed and she's mm, counting some things. She's counting some things. She is telling Ted her number and he's not so impressed. But I think what Ted doesn't, like, this is a little, shall we call it slut-shaming? No. No, no. He, he kind of is like, oh, I got your number. I was counting along with you. And it's, No, I don't think it is. You don't? No. I do. Because sometimes you have to have that important conversation of, like, this is the number of people that I've slept with. But also, I don't want to fucking hear it. Right? I, I don't. Well, then who brought it up? This is what I'm saying. I'm I'm gonna bite I, you. I'm not. I'm Ted. Asked, it's not okay, and that's and fine. Then and then he got really crazy know. with the mm-hmm. answer. So don't ask. I don't think it's slut shaming. I truly do not think it's slut shaming. I think it's I, him because she was mm-hmm. not. Only, she was giving name and before so and so, and then after this, and she, he didn't want to hear it. He yeah. thought he was okay with hearing it, but he wasn't. Yes. And I, I Kathleen, do not want to hear it. Right. I can do enough Google searching to figure out who you've slept with. <laughs> Thank you, Instagram. <laughs> um, no, I haven't asked, like, numbers from people. I also haven't had to ask in the last eight years. That's so true. maybe it would be different, but... Yeah. Um, so then we find out that Robin is scared of the seven dwarves, um, especially Doc. No, she's not scared of all of them, just Doc. He went to medical school, and now he's living with a bunch of minors. Oh, my gosh. Garlicky? Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so then Barney comes into the bar, and he's super excited. There's a new Sharper Image opening, and he wants everyone to go. He's going to buy them gifts. And, you know, he says, let's go to the Willowbrook Mall. And as soon as she hears that, Robin's like, nope, not going. Not going to a mall. And Lily goes, we can split a Cinnabon. <sighs> And still, Robin's like, no, not going to go. 
And I would split a Cinnabon. Oh. I would split an Orange Julius. For sure. I would split a Wetzel's Pretzels. Um, I'm going to say that I will not split an Orange Julius with you because I need my own. Fair. I grew up in Bend when both of the malls were still indoor malls. It's so cute that you say that. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> now there's not two malls. I mean, not technically. Well, it's so a there's the old mill, center. but that wasn't there. I'm no. talking about Cascade Village when and, it used to be something else. And the one by McGrath's. Yes, and that was the Ben River Mall, and now Ooh, it's yeah, the Ben, ben River, River Promenade. Mall. Yeah. Yes, but it was an indoor mall, and all the stores were connected. And if I remember correctly, there was an Orange Julius Wait, at both of them. Wait, there is a third mall in Bend. Now. Nope. Then? Yep. What are you talking about? Wagner's Mall. Oh. It was so cute. I know it was called Wagner's Mall, but it wasn't a mall. Uh, a it had a hair place. It had and a nail salon stores. and an ophthalmologist and a restaurant. Well, Ashley's. And an ice cream store. People go there to play video poker. <laughs> um, and buy cigarettes. It's true. Okay, But it was you're connected fine. to Albertsons. It was. I mean, except it wasn't to... Albertsons then. It was Wagner's. Mm-hmm. And my mom worked there. I know. So funny. Anyway. Um, mall history for mall you. Mall history. But we had several Orange Juliuses in town. And that was my... My mom would give me just enough money to go get, like, a small Orange Julius and a pretzel from there. And I loved them. So I won't share that. Um, and then when we, when I was really, like, when I was little, and we would go to Portland. If my mom needed to go, like, run to the bathroom or something... She would sit me in front of the Cinnabon while they were making them and leave me. Yeah. Because I wouldn't go anywhere. You just need to watch that. I just literally watched them roll and slice cinnamon rolls. And I was oh. just like, when will these be done? Because like, I want to have one. I'm sure they were like, hey, little fat kid, like, what are you doing? That's not what they said. In their head, I'm sure they were like, there's this little girl that keeps hanging out outside Cinnabon. Where's her mother? Like She doesn't have one. Right? She just dropped me um, off. No, she would go, like, around the corner to use the public restroom, but didn't want to have to take me in there. Because you're if... a pain in the ass. Sure. Uh, I love Wetzel's pretzels. And there's a huge debate on whether Wetzel's or Annie's is better. Mm. Auntie Anne's or Auntie Annie's. Anyway, Something like that. We have um, those ones in Portland, and we had Wetzel's in Reno. Wetzel's is definitely the better pretzel. I would agree. And you could get those cute little pretzel bits. Mm-hmm. And you could get a side of pizza sauce. And you could dip them in there. I want cheese sauce. Okay. Okay. I will make you pretzels tonight because I have some in the freezer. Okay. So, but she won't tell anyone why. She won't go to the mall. And Ted defends her in front of everyone. And is like, if she doesn't want to go, she doesn't have to go. Flash to later that night in bed. And he will not give it up. He says, you know, what happened? Were you you you... mauled at a mall? Were you stuck under a boulder? And she's like... Who gets stuck under a boulder? And he's Not like, me when I was nine. In Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, blanket statement for the rest of the episode, Ted completely rosses out. He does. And we'll get to this later, but he's, he's very, very He's Ross. so obsessive. So this is one of the first ones where I can literally see that Ted is Ross. Because he cannot let, he can't let something somebody said go. He can't not know the answer. He can't, he has no boundaries. And no chill. No chill. Um, so 
the next day at the bar and Robin's not there, but he's talking with everyone and he's like, I need to know what her secret is. And Barney says, no, everyone should have secrets because you don't want that oh moment. And this is not um, office space oh, oh, oh moment. You don't know that movie, do you? Yeah, I do with... Um, Jennifer Aniston's in mm-hmm, it. And, and uh, that guy, the... Is he the same guy that plays the rookie? They have very similar faces if it's mm-mm, not him. No, it's not. Um, I do love Office Space. I just watched it again recently because it's one of my favorite movies. I don't know if I've actually seen it. So Barney's O moments are basically when someone says something that is almost the glass shattering. That it's you the should like, not be in a relationship with. Right. Or you should not try and sleep with them. Mm-hmm. It, and it's... Um, yeah, and especially for Barney, they're really shallow reasons, right? So, it's a girl who says that she's over 30. No, well, the first one is, this is a purity ring. I've decided to dedicate myself to Jesus until I'm married. But she's in a bar. And he's like, oh, all right. And, you know, he's out. And so... I feel like in a bar, that's a, that's a line. Oh, to get a guy to leave you alone? Yeah, well, or to be like, um, this Jesus freak. So you should. Me. Oh, okay. I get it. So it could go all of those ways. Right. So, um, Ted says he wants to know everything right away. And we flash to an imagined scenario of him and Robin, uh, at the altar. They say, I do. They're about to kiss. He, he flips up her veil and she's like, he goes, I love you. And she goes, uh, I'm a, I used to be a dude. Yeah. Which this is not the first time that we've had. Or will have the joke of the thing that the girl might tell him is that she's, like, transgendered or something. And it's kind of a terrible joke now. It is a terrible it's joke a now. It's a terrible joke. So, um, Barney says, uh, or, oh, Barney, they're talking about Lily and Marshall telling each other everything. And Barney says, well, I don't believe that. And... Barney tests Lily with some things about Marshall, like something that happened in New Jersey. And something that happened on this other weird road yeah, trip. Yeah, and then, and she, then she, he, he says, goes, Seattle. And she, and she goes, goes, nope. Trick question. Yep. He won't go to the Pacific Northwest. And all I could think was, what the fuck, Marshall? He's afraid of Sasquatch. I know. Well, I understand that. But we're going to find out later that he actually has a an obsessive, obsession with Sasquatch. And so that makes me wonder why... He actually hasn't gone on, like, a Squatch Watch. Like, there are people that, like, go out into the woods and try Did and find them. Did you know that there have been multiple sightings of Sasquatch here on the ranch? You've already told me that, and I don't believe you for a second. It's so garlicky. <laughs> yes. Um, so... You should believe me. No, I don't. Ted says that not only do they know each other, know everything about each other, but they tell each other everything, um, every little detail of the day. And so we see this we thing We flash where, to them where they're in bed. No, no, no. It's they're at the breakfast table and oh. they're talking about like what they ate the day before. Or right, what, right. Or that it's dinner that night and he's telling Lily that he couldn't have his orange juice because he just brushed his teeth. Which, by the way, is gross. I will agree. I'm not. A, you can't do that. But you don't need to tell your significant other that you didn't drink your orange juice because you had already brushed your teeth. Like unless they're like, hey, why did you leave your orange juice out on the counter? And you can be like, oh, shoot, I forgot. Because I did this thing and then I forgot to put it in the fridge. But otherwise, don't don't be that. I don't want a relationship like that either. It's too uh, much. You don't need to. There's uh, a fine line of what you can and should share with your partner. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Ted is still upset because he says Robin tells him nothing, 
And Barney says, don't worry, I get what that thing about the mall is. Um, or she's ashamed because she did porn. So I don't know how he gets from the mall to porn, but that's his theory, right? So Barney says... No, well, because, okay, you could watch, like, weird porn about a girl getting picked up like there are so many options here i think it's just barney's excuse to say that he thinks that robin did porn i don't think there's a connection at all well and lily goes well i could see that because she has the fake orgasm noises down and ted gets real upset how do you know those are fake (laughs) right because you're a girl and you know things right and so then marshall says well i actually think that Robin is married. You know, you can get married at a mall. And a lot of people used to get married at the Mall of America near where he's from. And he turns to Lily and Lily just goes, no, no. <laughs> I'm not getting married I'm not at getting the married mall. at all. And she puts her resting bitch face back on. Mm-hmm. So they come to the conclusion that that's why Robin hates marriage is that she secretly was married. Excuse me. <coughs> well, and she... At so, a mall. So Lily brings up... The fact that she's always talking about her friend who got married too young. Right. And so no one really knows what she did in Canada before she came to New York. Like, there's been some illusions, and we know she was in news. And we are going to see some things later, but for now, we, we really we don't really know. really don't know what she um, did. She'd only been in New York for like four months when she met Well, and them. okay, what she did in Canada, I put that in air quotes. Let's say they're in their early 20s, mid-20s, 25 tops. Right. Right? So what did she do in Canada besides grow up? And go to school. And go like to go school. to college. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I think that this is like a big leap. Yeah. So she does the... Remember my friend in Canada who got married way too young and she never says the person's name, which is fine. We all have that. But she tells Sometimes Lily... Sometimes it's easier to say that because right. it's like, oh, I don't know all of your friends and you don't know all of mine. So mm-hmm. saying a random name isn't going to matter. Right. So she does say that... Um, they had a Mrs. Fields cookie as a wedding cake, and you just see Marshall, Marshall light up, and Lily just goes, "No, like this is a they're having a different conversation, and they're um, just talking about wedding plans." So this must have been after Marshall proposed, like in the in the beginning. Know, the beginning. Um, so again, Barney says, "You know, it's not a wedding; it's porn." He's like, "I bet you twenty thousand dollars." Marshall's like, "I don't have that," and so they decide on a slap bet. And Lily's like, you know, what is that? And so they explain that, you know, whoever loses, the other person gets to slap them in the face as hard as they can. And they're like, she goes, that's immature. And she goes, we'll make you commissioner. And she's like, done. I'm in. Anything where Lily has power. She wants. Yeah. I like also, it. Also, um, we didn't have slap bets growing up. But, like, you could punch the other person. Like in the arm. Or the leg. Mm. Dead leg, dead leg, dead leg. Yeah, my sister did dead arm to me a few times. There were a lot of us in my house growing up, so... Yeah. There was always somebody hitting somebody else. We used to try and slap each other in the back of the head as hard as we could, but that was because we were really mad at each other. It wasn't like a funny bet. Why? Oh, we just beat the holy hell out of each other. There was somebody who was already always bleeding or crying or, like, locked in a bedroom. We did not get along as kids. Oh, my. So well, I, I didn't <clears throat> either, but that's another topic for another day. Right. They tell... Lily, that she has to be unbiased and that this is a duty that she'll take her to her tombstone. It will say, Lily Aldrin, wife, mother, slap bet commissioner. And then Marshall goes, you're, to Barney, your tombstone will say, got slaps by Marshall so hard he died. 
And again, Ted can't let go of the secret. Like He's still trying to... Yeah. I am more into the whole thing with the slap bet and everything else than actually like Ted's agenda of finding this out. So he tries to trick Robin into talking about it. They're playing game of Scrabble. He spells out like husband, husband but yeah. wrong. And when she questions There's it. There's no P in husband. Well, you seem to know a lot about husbands. And so finally, because he's not subtle and he has no chill, she's like, are you asking me if I'm married? And they get into this fight and she keeps saying, respect my privacy. And he says, just say, no, I'm not married. And so finally she says, you're right. I am married. It was a mistake. He moved away. But Ted doesn't believe her. Nope. So he starts asking leading questions like, tell me about the wedding. And uh, did you have a band or a DJ? And uh... no, that's we haven't gotten to that oh, yet. It's just a little bit further. Yeah. So Robin explains that um, they got married at the mall. They broke up at the mall. And that's why she won't go to malls anymore. Um, he moved to Hong, to Hong Kong, and because he disappeared, she just decided, eh, don't. Good enough. Yeah, good enough. And so she says, please don't tell anyone. And so, of course, he goes to the bar next day, and he tells everyone. So Marshall slaps Barney completely across the face, and Barney looks at him and goes, um, man, you have a monstrous hand. And Marshall goes, yeah, you've seen my penis. <laughs> It's it's the it's reverse so uh, it's the reserve reverse op ob survey. Why are words so hard? I know, right. Um, it's the old wives' tale of big hands, big feet, big dick. Right. Like whatever. It's not always true. Um, uh... I would say majority, but that usually means they're also really tall. And I've noticed in my experience, taller dudes, bigger penis. I'm I just mean, saying. It's it's pure height genetics. Yeah. Whatever. But that doesn't mean that short dudes have little penises. No. Just, yeah, okay. Okay. We're done. So it turns out that Lily kind of had begged for the secret. She's like, you know, please, please, please tell me, please tell me. And then once Ted did, she's like, well, you shouldn't have told us. Like, you should have kept it to yourself. So they have a funny exchange about um, what Ted's title is now because he's not the boyfriend because Robin is married. So does that make him the mistress, the mastress, the master? Barney's like, yeah, we're going to go with mistress. But it doesn't stick like Swirly. No, it really didn't. Um, I think maybe because this is actually like a serious topic and not a funny misspelled name on a coffee cup. Um, So everyone makes the joke that Canadian marriages aren't serious. And I feel like this is the whole joke of Las Vegas weddings don't really count. If it happens in Vegas, Vegas, it stays in Vegas. Right. And like we'll see this on Friends later because it's... It maybe turns out that Phoebe was married in Vegas, but it never gets brought up again. Like, was she married in Vegas to the ice dancer? No, this is a completely different one. Oh. Um, so Marshall says that he can check um, for like marriages when he's at law school. But here's my question What U.S. Uh, library slash law something has access to Canadian marriage licenses? That's technically international. Why would okay. you have access to that? Because it's a public record. It's from another country. Okay. I don't. Wait, I don't think we would have access to their public I records think like you have that. Public. I think you have access to public records for everywhere now that the internet exists. Yeah, but we have to remember that this is in two thousand six. Right when the internet still existed. 
But like first starting, you really think first starting the internet started in like the nineties. Yeah, but like people really using it for like everyday searches and I will agree with you, but that doesn't mean that it didn't exist. Hmm. I want you to search you're gonna search Canadian marriage licenses? Yes. Okay, go for it. Oh my gosh, the burps are incredible. Yeah, we're gonna have to explain what that's about here shortly. Okay. So um Barney has the handprint of uh, Marshall Marshall's handprint on his face and that he says he's still searching through the Canadian porn and that their porn is pretty bad. Um, there's a lot of, uh, basically he says small boobies. So then... Because their uh, breast implants are not, not covered, covered by their by, universal. Right. Yeah, exactly. So um, the next day Marshall comes into the apartment and tells Ted that he can't find a marriage uh, for Robin. Library and Archives Canada, births, marriages, and death recorded in Canada. Interesting. I mean, it's it's there. It was there in 2006. Right, but he's going to his his the library. He's not saying he's going to, like, he's. it sounds like he's going to look it up in a book. No. All right. Okay. Computers were at libraries. I know. Um, so they think that you know like he says don't tell barney because now he's already dished out a slap to barney that it wasn't porn so then robin lied to ted but he feels like he can't confront her and so marshall says that he has to lawyer her which we haven't gotten to marshall saying lawyered yet not yet right okay so we're like we haven't had this legend like wait for it dairy future we haven't tense right well no, we've had a legend wait for a dairy no, he. I think he just says legendary. He doesn't actually say. I think oh, he, no, he does. Says challenge accepted. No, he hasn't said challenge accepted yet. About the he the says Marshall, says, I, I accept, accept your challenge. challenge. Right. Okay. So he has said legend. Wait for it, dairy. Which is why he said porn. Wait for it, Ography, Which they were like, you didn't need to do that. We knew what you were going to say. Right. So Ted does try and lawyer Robin, and this is where he finally just asks her a bunch of questions, and this is almost like um, Phoebe's game where. When you're trying to figure out, like, if you're mad at someone, she asks you a bunch of those questions. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, when did you get married? June. Like, what was the food? Well, it was catered in the food court. Band or DJ? Band. Turns out seven bridesmaids. That's a big wedding party. Seven brides for seven brothers. Also. Amen. The more specific you are with your lie, the more it is a lie. That's true. I think one of the times that Phoebe's, like, trying to teach Joey how to lie, she's like, stop giving details. And then flowers were azaleas, and the um, colors were dusty rose and sienna. Those don't go together at all. Yeah, they do. Sienna's, like... A brown. Mmm. I'm not a fan. You're so, wrong, and then and he I goes, guess that's okay. And your husband's name, and that's, that's where she, she completely trips it. up. She can't remember her husband's name. So he says he looked it up at the library and then finally admits that Marshall did it. So, of course, are you still looking at, like, Canadian? I'm trying to figure out where you would actually go. So. Just do. Why did it birth, back out? Oh, because I wanted it to. Births, oh, okay. marriage, and deaths recorded in Canada. Oh, jump to the records. But we can't actually, like. Yeah, it's that. It's the database right there, isn't it? That hyperlink right there? No, I didn't actually. Um, uh. Okay, so we're almost to the end. Okay. So she's mad about him telling everyone, and she finally says that she's not going to tell him the truth. 
So then we're at the bar and Barney walks into Marshall and says, I know the truth. And it's because Lily told him. So the previous night, Marshall's recapping. Yeah. And like talking about their day. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I ate this and I went and did this. And then I found out that Robin wasn't really married. And you see Lily's face like change. And so she has to tell Barney because she's the slap bet commissioner and she's taking it very seriously. Um, so Barney gets three slaps, one for Marshall basically lying and not telling him that she's not married, and two for being prematurely slapped by Marshall. No, she says one for not being told and one for being prematurely slapped. So that then how is three? It's she says three. I know she says three, but then when she counts them off, this was something that when I was listening to it. Hmm. When we were watching it, I was concerned because her math didn't add up. I will pull up the... I have... Oh, I have it bookmarked on my old um, phone. Okay, we'll have to look it up and see. Because I thought she said two for being prematurely slapped. So, he slaps Marshall right away. Um, and Marshall does look like he's going to cry, which it's not an actual, like... I don't think it's crying. I think it's your eyes water when you when get When you get hit, slapped. it's like, going to happen. Your, your eyes water. Um, uh, uh, slap bet. I've got the... I've got the... Everything right in front of me. Okay. The script. So, so, Ted says, you know, like... We shouldn't keep secrets. And Robin says, well, I've told you a lot more stuff than I've told anyone else... And so then everyone comes barging into the apartment and Barney knows the secret and calls her Robin Sparkles. And she says, how did you know that name? Right. So he's got, so I thought he was putting a DVD in the computer and I misunderstood. He's actually just typing in basically like a website says, Ted says, don't show it. And he shuts the computer and Barney says, no, it's going on MySpace right now. Which is... I love a that there was a reference. MySpace reference. But in 2006... That was still, was still big. Yeah, I was still using MySpace. I was using it down in okay, wait. Reno. Uh, Barney gets three slaps. Three, one because you lied. Oh, and, and two, two for being prematurely yeah, slapped. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I heard her say one, but we're good. So he's like, but I have to play this. I have to prove to Marshall uh, that I was right. And Robin agrees to show them... You know, just watch it. Lily's terrified, and Marshall says, I don't want to get slapped. Um, Or, I don't want to get slapped again. So, Robin says she was young, and Barney's like, yeah, you were. And then she says something like, it was supposed to be a photography section, and he's like, they always are. But basically, he's super gross. I was, I was, I just, it started out as modeling. Right? So, it's all the, like, stereotypical stereotypes Mm -hmm. of how girls now here's not what's not funny about that it's basically how girls are trafficked like correct they think they're going on a modeling call and they literally get kidnapped or murdered mm, yeah it's not uh it's not what we like we're not um supporting it so the video starts very much like britney spears hit me baby one more time where she's in in the teacher's where she's just in, but, but like in the classroom setting, yeah. not necessarily talking to the teacher, but like the, there's a teacher, she's in a um, school, school, Catholic school girl outfit, pigtails, like. Robin Sparkles doesn't have pigtails, but it is very Britney Spears-esque. Yes. Yeah. Like super. And so, uh, Barney turns around and slaps the shit out of Marshall. And he's like, it's porn. And. Robin goes, porn, I wish. She didn't, she's like, play it. and so It would be so much better if it was porn. Porn, right? And so it turns out 
It's a music video. It's the best music video. It really is. It re- it, so, obviously, it's a spinoff of Tiffany. So, it's kind of a combination of a couple things. And I don't remember if Tiffany is Canadian or not. I don't think she is. But it's actually Alanis. Eventually. So, the next one is Alanis. Alanis started out as a teen pop star before she went grunge. She literally... No, no. I, I Yes, but also Tiffany did mall tours. Right, but I'm saying okay. it, it fully is, like, it's Alanis. It really is. I, I believe you. Like, it really is. Um, so she says, yes, yeah, so she basically just says, I was a teenage pop star in Canada. I had to sing in malls all over. I lived on Orange Julius and Wetzel's Pretzels, and I will never go to a mall again. Right? Like I want to live on Orange Julius and Wetzel's Pretzels. <laughs> you don't? No, I don't. And so Marshall goes, wait, if this was... What was it supposed to be? Ninety. Why does this? Why does the nineties look like the eighties? And she goes, the eighties didn't come to Canada until ninety three. <laughs> um, I kind of wish the whole thing with the grunge was coming up later, just because this is such a funny storyline. It, it is a great storyline. So Marshall says, "Well, I noticed this isn't porn," and then all of a sudden, Robin's rapping like they can't handle themselves. Wait, wait, Robin, wait, wait. Robin's rapping. rapping. And so the slap bet commissioner says a slap occurred without the slap bet commissioner's permission. So Barney has two choices. Ten slaps in a row. Right now. Five slaps over eternity. And so there's some disagreement between, like, the whole group. Everyone gives their opinion. And so he finally picks the five. And when Marshall reaches for a soda, he He full on, on, like, clenches Mm. up. So they keep watching the music video. Robin is so embarrassed about the bedazzled jean jacket, which, by the way, is actually pretty cool. Mm. Really cool. No. Yes. That part of the 90s, you're not allowed to bring back. So I had a jean jacket that had a flannel layer on the inside that was red plaid that I wore with jeans and, like, lace-up, like, Timberland, like, work boots. I am cringing so hard right now. I loved that. I loved that jean. It was a hand-me-down. It actually had a hood, too. I loved that jean jacket so much. I was probably in eighth or ninth grade. I loved it. I was still a little bit country. Okay? That's not country. That's no, but like full for, grunge. No, no, no. It was more like well-fitting jeans, boots I could go ride horses on, and a jean jacket. I was not grunge. I was country. With your Timberland boots? I'll show you a picture. There's and a picture. They were probably Doc Martens back then, not Timberland. No, no. They really were like the, the brown suede. Right, right, but... No, my mom was not buying me docks. Well, no, but... We did not have that kind of money. Um, Timberland is the new version. Yeah. So, but Ted says to her, and this is really cute, he's like, the teenage me would have loved you. You could have been the fake girl, the fake Canadian girlfriend I told everyone I had. Like... <laughs> he was already picturing her. So cute. And, and so then... He, what if he saw Robin Sparkle's music video? Yeah. Except there was not really a way to do that back then. And so then Marshall actually does slap Barney and goes, that's one. So we have to keep track. So, so they keep watching the video on replay and now we get to see more of it. And so we see that it's about a boy that works in the food court and she really likes him and he's got like a skateboard 
and then there's the robot which we haven't heard anything about yet no but it, yeah but it to- and it totally reminds me of this is the thing we were doing on twitter the other day where someone was like teddy ruxpin or the ewok mm-hmm. and then we were talking about those robots where you could put the cassettes in their chest yeah and they asked you questions yeah yes yeah, so that's what this robot reminds me of but I will say that in one of the um, outfits that Robin Sparkles is wearing during this, she's got on the white leggings with the lace bottoms. Mm-hmm. I had those. Yeah, I you rocked did. them hard. And then she floats in space at one time with the robot and dances really seductively in front of the Canadian maple leaf. Yeah, she does. And it's the worst. It's so terrible. Everything about like, this makes you want to cringe. It's so... But it is one of the best episodes. It has a ton of, like sayings i want i would love to like um stop arguments or whatever with slap bets like i would slap the shit out of some people if i could like just saying not me no no i love you um did i ever show you the image i have saved on my phone so it's a little kid standing in front of like an aquarium wall like the glass and it's a big huge sea turtle and the caption says Come at me, bro. I will turtle slap the shit out of you. No. And anytime I need to laugh, I send it to my <laughs> sister or I send it to my old roommate, Jennifer. Awesome. <laughs> Jennifer used to send me one where it was a cat on top of an old, like, stuffed um, deer head. And it says, um, at dawn we ride. <laughs> oh. This is when we used to send each other memes a lot. Anyway. Um, okay. Oh, I got it. So that is the end of the episode. Uh, friend of the day. Well, I originally said Joey. Yes. But you said Joey. Yes. But I still want to say Joey. Okay. Why? Because he's so sweet to Phoebe. Yes. And he turns off the valve at the bottom. Right? And he just doesn't, he doesn't, and he doesn't rub it in anyone's face. No, he's just like, like, oh, the knob is broken, so I fixed the thing. Done. Like, he's just so sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it... No, we're going to have double nominations. Uh, we are going to give it... Uh, and so, when we were talking about this, because Julie made me pick a friend before, so there wasn't dead silence while Thank I thought you. about this. So, she's not she's not wrong. But I was going to sort of give it to Ted as a secondary because, even though he wanted to know, he did kind of protect his girlfriend and say, no, it's her business, we're going to leave it alone. But then he was also kind of a dick and was yeah. like, okay, now we're alone. But... In his defense, like, they're in a relationship. They don't have secrets. You can still have secrets. I mean, you still can. Absolutely. But he was in the mindset of, you don't have to tell anybody, but you can tell me. And this this circles back to, you can tell me anything. I won't say a word except to my partner or except to my best friend or whatever. Um, So... Ted was kind of my secondary backup, but I just, he he does not deserve it on a bigger picture. Yeah, and it's not that I don't think that anyone else in either episode is... A bad n- friend? They no, just... or like n- undeserving, but I just feel like Joey was like, Joey and Chandler both, you know, like they gave up their day of shopping. I know mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter to them either way, but they were like super there for Phoebe oh, and... Yeah even though they end up buying some really terrible Christmas presents for people. I mean, in that sense, give them cash, man. You're going to yeah. give them a $2 soda, you should give them, just just them a $20 check. Yeah, or something. It's kind of crazy. So, should we move on to um, show announcements? Yes. Okay. So, the first one is, 
we unboxed our uh, special delivery. Julie lost her shit. Yes. So, and you can see that live, not live, but you can see the recording of that because we recorded it and I just put it on YouTube. Um, we are going to share the link to our social media Mm -hmm. platforms. I'll put it in the bio of Instagram and you've got a way to tag it. Yeah. I'm going to put it all over social media. So please go and check that out. Should we just say what it was or should we still... No, you should go see it. Okay, go watch the video. It's not very long. It's uh, that first one actually. It kind of, I mean, it kind of is a, kind of a few minutes. Yeah, but we get to the the thing really quickly, and then I uh, freak out for the, the next however many minutes. Um, um there will be more. <laughs> uh, the next one will be similar theme. Yes, because it's very much related so that's weird i feel weird i feel really ambiguous just say it Uh, no but it's worth it we We have to explain why we've been burping garlic all night because we made garlic dinner we did we made a dinner that had a ton of garlic on it it was amazing it is in relation to the video and some of the other announcements we'll have but so we we are going to start a YouTube channel because we want to be able to host things in one place and we'll share the links on all of our social. But that way we don't have to like we don't have to do like a weird Facebook live and then a Twitter yeah live we don't want to do any of that kind of so stuff. So we um, are going to try and do some video type things occasionally. Yeah. Um. So we, yeah. Yeah, we are looking into some ideas for maybe like a Patreon where our listeners can come be um, super interactive with us on some of that kind of stuff. We um, we might still try some like, I don't know, Instagram lives or something like that. Um, although we have a lot of followers on Twitter, so I would love to come figure out. I don't know that you can really do a Twitter live. Maybe you can. I haven't explored that very much. I think you should be able to. Wait, why can't I find our video now? Because you're in our own account. Right, but I want to be like, here's my, oh, my channel. Let's go to your channel. I don't know how to do the Twitter, and I'm kind of familiar with the YouTube. YouTube, but but we're getting better at it. So um, besides there being some fun videos, and so, of course, then you get to see our faces and... um, Maybe understand why I do radio. <laughs> no. Don't um, listen to her. I'm just a dork when it comes to being on screen. I mean, I've done a lot of live videos when I used to have businesses, but I'm pretty so, dorky. We've also talked about this. We've also both been in commercials as oh, children. Yeah. Um, for sure. So, but I don't, I mean, that was so long ago that it, they were more like, I'm going to give you ice cream if you do this thing. And I was like, okay. Mine legit was ice cream. Yeah. I got a... Mm. I think a Baskin Robbins gift certificate or something. No, I had ice cream in front of me. Oh, okay. Do we have any other announcements that you can Um, think of? Mine are just about that. No. Okay. Not about the show. Yeah. Uh, What have you been up to this last week? Um, I had a second job interview and it went well. I, um, not a whole lot. I've. I mean, I actually have been doing a ton of stuff, but none of it's super interesting. It's more just, like, worky things and still trying to figure out mm, how many jobs I can work at one time and not um, die. True. So, um, 
Yes. Um, what I did want to say was in a couple of weeks, we are going to have a double Friends oh, yeah. episode um, to get us caught up so that Friends and How I Met Your Mother end on the same episode. So again, in this season, Friends has two more than How I Met Your Mother. So it's going to be more. two more, 22 and 24. Oh. So um, it'll be the one after the Super Bowl. Um, part one and Part two. one and two. Uh, and so that'll be at the, we'll record at the end of the month. It'll come out right around 4th of July. So maybe if you're traveling on your 4th of July or traveling back, you'll get to hear our episode. We're going to try and get um, one to two guests on that show. So we're working on that. Maybe three. And we should, I mean, I've got a calendar of days off so okay we should look at that and maybe even if it's like a double recording in a week oh yeah do you know what I mean um and then hopefully this next Wednesday so actually the night before this episode will come out we're gonna go do some friends trivia I thought it was the 26th oh you're right sorry I have my days so so we're up. gonna go to do friends trivia near the end of the month correct Julie's insane Julie's lost her mind um, but there is a brewery in Bend that's going to do a friend's trivia night. So we've got a friend that's going to try and go with us and we'll form a little three person team and hopefully we will be victorious or just not fall on our faces. I mean, I've got a pretty, I know, got a pretty big, uh, I think the biggest issue is not that I, not that none of us know the questions. It's that I think I'm right when I think I'm right. And mm-hmm. if I'm not, you'll have to like. Remind. Well, it's just a problem that I have had my whole life. Okay, but you pretty much are right when it comes to friends. I would agree as well, but if there's a time where like... If I know I'm right, I'm going to throw down. All right. We'll ha- Don't maybe, you worry. Maybe we'll have to have a secret we will word. Do like a, we will do like a... A code word? Yeah, Pineapple? No. Well, okay, maybe. <laughs> we will do like a secret <laughs> video too. Um, I do think that would be fun as long as we don't get kicked out. I would for, like, like using to maybe like talk or... to them ahead of time. Yeah, or maybe we just do it like in the beginning. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll do something fun, or we'll do a little recap at the end if we you know missed some funny ones. Or um, yeah, I hope we win. I just want to have a good time and play friends trivia. Um, okay, well if that is it for announcements, I think that's good. We spent. The majority of our time actually talking about the episodes, which is what people are here for. Well, don't you want to hear about my week? (gasps) Oh, God. Yes, I do. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, not really a ton of exciting stuff. I gave myself a quad muscle injury playing softball, which definitely sucked. And then we planted some trees around the playground this weekend. Um, So nothing too terribly exciting. But, I mean, the trees are kind of cool. So... Yeah, I'm jazzed. You did something to the picnic table too, right? Oh yeah, I was standing the picnic table. I intended to stain it today, but you know how that goes. Mm. So it's on the staining list for tonight and tomorrow. Or I'm sorry, tomorrow night and Tuesday night. So we'll see. Well, okay. I'm sorry I didn't ask you. It's okay. You know how I, I am. just you know the, you know how I am. I have to be the center of attention. The garlic has taken over my life. I'm just saying there are some... I know it's so good for you, but sometimes if you haven't eaten a lot of it in a while and then you do, like, it 
can tell you. It was a lot of garlic. It was a lot of garlic. That was amazing. <sighs> so please come and chat with us on social media, on um, Facebook and Instagram. It is spelled out how I met your friends pod on Twitter. It's H I M Y friends pod. Um, you can still find it by just typing in how I met your friends. And then our email is how I met your friends pod at gmail.com. Oh, do you have a message from... I do. Uh, We've been going back and forth like crazy. Our friend in... Where and is she? She's in Sweden. Sweden. And her little nephew is adorable. Um, so we've been going back and forth, and she's sent me a bunch of bloopers. She sent me a video of, um, like, high school, basically high school equivalent graduation, and the kids take a... They're, like, on a fire truck going parade around town but um we were talking about how she started watching friends uh uh, uh, the ron clark movie with matthew perry we watched it at uni and discussed his teaching technique i got an instant crush and one of my friends told me he's one of the main characters in friends and lent me her dvd box and i slowly watched around and around season two three i was hooked i laughed season one two two but figured the more I know the characters, the better it will be. That's three years ago, and last summer I watched Him Yim and loved it too. Been crying a lot and loved the show. I guess I was more hooked on Friends, but nevertheless, I guess my crush on the Friends cast was more prominent than the Him Yim gang. Oh, and then she sent this, which we're going to repost. Uh, <gasps> oh, yeah. my. Oh, my. Be it's ready. Hank Azaria without his shirt on, and I'm not mad about it. He's not wearing much of anything. Whoa. Just saying. Nice. Um, and then I asked, you know, uh, how did you get into Himium? And she said, uh, friend's journey starting, it should be added how much my friends laughed at me for not knowing the most popular series ever. I did know Ross and Rachel were on a break, but that's about it. Season one, the one with the birth, birth, I asked my friend if Monica and Chandler would end up together just because of the not married when we're 40 deal. She was so ambiguous in her answer that I kind of understood that the second couple, she said it would be a second couple later in the series, but didn't say who would be them. Himian was right after a major split with my ex-boyfriend, so it was I was such a wreck at watching that. So for emotional value, I love Himian better. I have probably a handful of Friends episodes I cried at. So anyway. You know, I... I get that, and I like mm-hmm. that, and I feel... So we've already covered one of the really emotional um, How I Met Your Mother episodes, which is the nothing good happens after 2 a.m. Yes. We're just watching it. will literally give me a sick-to-my-stomach feeling. But I got to tell you, um, there's one or two episodes of Friends that when we get to it, I am the same way. Like, they make me physical... I have a physical response to things that are happening in the show. Yeah. Because you've been there, you you've know. You've been there, you feel nauseous, you feel anxious. It's, yeah. It's, none of it's good. It's it's not good, but it is exactly why we love the shows. Correct. It's that they're pulling out the things that we have all gone through, and so we love them, and then they get happier, and we get happier. And they've said that that's one of the reasons why Friends always uh, tempered the serious with the funny, is that that's what they were going for. And I do think that... Craig Thomas and Carter Bays were going for something that was more realistic where you could have two sad episodes in a row or Mm -hmm. you could have, you know, somebody dies and it's not funny. It's people are literally standing on the street crying. So um, 
if anyone is a super Hymium fan, you might know that they just did a concert in New York last week as a um, charity fundraiser, I think for a children's hospital. And so Craig Thomas and Carter Bays reunited their band who is who is singing the theme song of how I met your mother, mother which is it's called hey titled beautiful. Hey beautiful yeah which is where the girls got their title yes and so the girls from the hey beautiful podcast went and actually got to meet them and talk to them for a few minutes uh Josh Radner was singing along so was Christina mm-hmm. Millian who plays the mother um the videos that they posted were just awesome and um you know I think that Craig Thomas and Carter Bays and uh, Marta Kaufman and David Crane and one of the other writers and creators of Friends, like, I think that they knew what they were doing. Like, oh, yeah. They, they, these are still, I think, excellently executed shows for, um, I don't care what anyone says, they're not aging well. Or I see the, the things where people are like, you know, Friends is not doing as well in the new generation, or people are watching it and it's super problematic. No. I don't care. I love it. Of I love it so it's much. Problematic. Any show we're, is. We're, you watch fucking Archie Bunker telling his wife that he's going to send her to the moon. Moon, right. What, what is that? Well, and they're redoing a bunch of those shows. Did you see that they did the live version of the, like, it was a one episode. It was Woody Harrelson as Archie. It was huh. Marissa Tomei or somebody as... I don't have TV. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what channel it was on, but they're doing this thing where it's like, it's a one-hour remake of, like, a classic or something. But, but you know what? Those All are hard those to watch. Things, they are... In in our present world, those are hard to watch. Yeah. You know? So, fucking buck up. Watch Friends or don't. And if, yeah. you, if you think it's problematic, then don't watch it. But if you can sit back for five seconds and say, okay, this is where we were as a society. We're not there anymore. It wouldn't be the same if they did it now. Then good on you. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I love them. There are so. a lot of things that I don't agree with. But that's where we were. Yeah. All we did was move forward. So I love that you guys are conversing on Instagram, though. I think it's oh, really yeah. Fun. We're like BFFs oh, now. Oh, so if anyone wasn't able to uh, oh, that's right. vote on our, our Twitter poll. Call so, in or call out. Which, so, by the way, <laughs> we were just talking about this, uh, this yesterday morning when we were talking about camping. Um, and I said, oh, call out. And he looked over at me. And he gave me the side eye, and I was like, listen, bro, you're not right. So in our previous episode, was it? Was it last one or the one before? uh, Either way, we had both mentioned calling out out when you are sick from work or whatever. And so we put up a Twitter poll um, asking what everyone's uh, reference was to that. What did they say? And so, um, uh, calling in did eventually edge out everything else. Um, we got 80 votes. On Twitter, on specifically. Twitter. Um, so, a couple people said, you know, I'm self-employed. A couple people had heard or said something else. But our theory is this, because so Kathleen and I we agree. Also, we also each posted it on Facebook as like a repost and on my Facebook yeah that's the exact answer a lot of people said calling in um, 
And then my friend Nicole said, I say both, the act of calling in, but once you did it, you called out, which is like a present present tense, past tense kind of thing. Right, and I so, think both you and I say it in that way of, like, when I would wake up in the morning and my mom, like, when I was younger, especially my mom would be like, what's going on? Do you not feel good? I'm like, yeah, I need to call out for work. So the other side of this is that we thought maybe it was regional or linguistic, mm-hmm. but... It could also be stemmed from the type of work that you do. If you're in hospitality, customer service, retail, retail, that kind of um, umbrella, it's more common to say calling out. Mm -hmm. If you are uh, a dentist or um, a banker or something that is... I don't want to say more professional, but, like, professional in a different direction. We're saying a little bit more corporate, maybe, more, too. Okay, yeah, more corporate. So, it would be positions where, by you not being there, the business doesn't come to a screeching halt. Now, granted, if you're a dentist, your business kind of does come uh, to a screeching yeah. halt. But what we found was, in our experience, especially in the retail sector, if you or someone else calls out on that shift... Depending on the size, yeah, depending, especially depending on the size of the business, you can really affect your coworkers' day. You know, their lunch might be delayed. It might need to be shortened from 60 minutes to 30. They might need to stay late. A manager who gets paid salary is going to get late. So we always referred to it as you were basically, you were calling out because you were saying, I'm out for that shift. I'm I'm not going to make it in. I'm not. You, You know, you're a shift worker. And so your shift bleeds into someone else's. Which means when you don't show, maybe someone has to get called in early or exactly. Which they now can't do in the state of Oregon. Oh, really? It is now illegal. It has to be employee initiated. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. So we had a really good time with this um, poll. So if you are on Twitter, um, we are actually, I was talking in the kitchen earlier. I was going to put a poll up when we were cooking dinner. What was I going to put up? Crap. Salt in the water. Yes, please. If you do salt you, when your you're pasta, making pasta water, do you put salt in the water? If yes, why? Because you don't need to. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm. Yeah, I do. So, I think we are going to call it a we're, night now. But we're, we're going to put up a fun, um, some fun questions on our social media. So please come and let us know your answer to those. So. Yep. Until next week or until we post a YouTube video. um, Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.